Shalom and praise God. My name is Eliaki Mnyandiko. Uh, by the grace of God, I'm an elder in Crisco City Church. Welcome to our devotion this day. And before we begin, I would like to commit our lives to the Lord in prayer. Our Father and our God, we come before you this day, O oh Father, praying for your presence in our lives. We pray, Lord, that you cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. Wash us, O oh God. Make us, O oh God, clean, O oh God, that we may appear before you. We cannot do it in our own strength, in our own righteousness, but it is, O oh God, out of the work that Jesus Christ did on Calvary. So, Jehovah, we come before you, mighty one, eternal, everlasting king, the king immortal, O oh God, the one, O oh God, who liveth forever and ever. Our lives were surrendered to you, O oh God. And, O oh Lord, even as we read your word, as we, O oh God, share it together, we pray that by the Holy Spirit of the living God, we shall be, O oh God, enlightened, O oh God, in our hearts. Every darkness will be removed because the word of God will bring the light of God to shine in our hearts, O oh God. So we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' name, we pray and believe. Amen. Uh, welcome again. Uh, just before we begin, let me share again uh, the telephone number for prayers. It's a telephone line for prayers uh, where you can text messages for Thanksgiving, where you can uh, text messages if you want to be reached out for counseling. Uh, please feel free to send SMS or short messages to 070. Uh, sorry, let me just uh, read it correctly. Uh, kindly just let me read it correctly. Uh, the number that we use when we are, um, uh, when we you have a message to be uh, shared. So the number that we have, the church prayer line is 0747. 704861. And if you are sending the message from outside the country, uh, you put plus 254-747-704861. Amen. Welcome again. Uh, today I would like us to share uh, on a topic, uh, on a subject that I've given the topic or rather the title, uh, Christmas is here. Will you enjoy or endure. Christmas is here. Will you enjoy or endure? And uh, to lead us in that, I would like us to read uh, the Bible in the book of Genesis chapter 19, uh, verses 1 to 25. I'm sorry, it will be a little bit a long reading. Bear with me uh, so that we can read it together. And here I read, the two angels arrived uh, at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. Uh, no, they replied, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did, did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast 
and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you and you can do whatever you like with them. But do not do anything to these men for they have come under the protection of my roof get out of our way they replied this fellow came here as a foreigner and now he wants to play the judge we will treat you worse than them they kept bringing pressure on lot and moved forward to break down the door but the men inside reached out and pulled lot back into the house and shut the door then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old with blindness, so that they could not find the door. Uh, the two men said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here, because we are going to destroy this place. The outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who were pledged to marry his daughters, he said, hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. With the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lot, saying, hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the men grasped his hand and the hands of his wife and of his two daughters and led them safely out of the city for the lord was merciful to them as soon as they had brought them out one of them said flee for your lives don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain flee to the mountains or you will be swept away but lot said to them no my lords please your servant has found favor in your eyes and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life uh, but i can't flee to the mountains this disaster will overtake me and I'll die. Look, here is a town near enough to run to, and it is small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. He said to him, very well, I will grant this request too. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. That is why the town was called Zoar. By the time Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus the, he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Amen. So sorry, it's a long reading, uh, but uh, I wanted us quickly to see a few types of people uh, that uh, I wanted us to quickly go through uh, some four types of people that we meet in this particular portion of the scripture and see how our lives can be reflected in such kind of people in a time when people are celebrating uh, Christmas. Christmas is a time when Jesus Christ came into the world and was born. And after he was born, the reason why he was born was to bring salvation to humanity. So he came into this world where we live to bring and rescue us from the wickedness of this world 
and so that we may enjoy everlasting life in the presence of God. We know that this earth in its current form will come to an end. And so we see also the same story of what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, these were places uh, which were in this world, but they also were destroyed. And so quickly I wanted us to see four groups of people that were in Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah, and I can say for sure that we still have similar kinds of people uh, in this world where we live in. So the first group of people that I wanted us to look at are the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. And these are the men and the young and the old who came out to really try to get the people, uh, the visitors who had come to visit Lot. And these are the people that there is, they have become so wicked that they do not even hear any message of righteousness. Wherever message of righteousness or salvation is to be taught, they do not want to listen. Anything you tell them, they think they know everything. As they were telling uh, Lot that you, you came here as a foreigner, and you now think you know more than we do. And many times even there are people whose hearts have been so darkened that even when you go to preach to them the gospel of Jesus Christ, they do not want to listen to the preaching of the gospel. They think they already know, their minds are fixed, their hearts are darkened. Even as the word of God says, if you remember the parable of the sower, uh, where Jesus had described four groups of people, or people who can hear the gospel, but what do they do with it? So there is a group of people um, that the Bible, uh, when you read in Matthew chapter 13, which is the whole of it is actually about the parable of the sower, uh, or most of it, uh, and Jesus was talking of the seed that fell along the path, and the birds of the air came and ate it. And it is the, like the people who hear the word of God, the enemy, uh, will come and take it away, and it has no impact. So their hearts have been darkened. Even if you read in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, uh, verse 14, in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, you will be ever hearing but never understanding, you will be ever seeing but you never perceive. For this people's heart has become calloused, they, uh, they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. So this is a people who are really depraved and wicked, and they do not want to hear anything, any message of righteousness. Their minds are already darkened. And so you find in a time like now, this could be people who could be religious zealots. They don't want you to mention anything about Jesus Christ. They don't want you to mention anything to do with righteousness. And so they were like these people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Even the natural ways that people go, uh, men marrying girls and, and, and the natural ways, they left that and their minds were so depraved and they could even twist the righteous things of God to suit their own desires, their own wickedness. And we have such kind of people in a time like now, 
In fact, the word sodomy uh, ideally comes from the word Sodom and Gomorrah, the act of wickedness. That wickedness uh, started or rather is first mentioned in the Bible in this place of Sodom and Gomorrah. And so we find that there are people in a time like now that despite the fact that the word of God is being preached, the righteous people are living amongst them, a people of God who preach the message of righteousness day in, day out, but they continue to ignore that message. It has no meaning in their lives. People who could be defenders of culture, traditions, and customs, they say we are the defenders of the traditions and the cultures. And so the word of God, they have twisted it and it has no impact. Their hearts have been darkened. And so they do not hear, they do not want to hear, and they do not want to see. And uh, uh, you might be wondering, as Christians then, can this really happen also to Christians? Our hearts might not be that darkened, but even as the children of God, we might reach a level where we become know-it-all. You know, you can reach a level whereby you become a person who knows it all. And so even when the word of God is coming, you might say, I've read Genesis to Revelation already and nothing new. And therefore the word of God in as much as you are saved might not have impact in your life. So even as we do the devotions, as we do everything, then the word of God does not have an impact in my life because I've reached a state where I feel I know it all. And so our hearts might also become darkened. So we need to continue to open our eyes, open our ears, and, and to hear the word of God. And these are the kind of people that might want even to attack people who are preaching the gospel in the hope that they, you might think they are attacking you, but in real sense, they think that they are attacking the Christ who has come into you. And these people, they become blinded. They become blinded. May the Lord blind them so that they may not come to attack you. But that may be the gospel of Jesus Christ penetrate their hearts. So we have the people, as I've mentioned, the people who are living in Sodom and Gomorrah, the natives of that place, they were people who could not hear anything about righteousness. They did not want people to mention about the gospel. And quickly, I wanted to mention about Lot's sons-in-laws. Lot's sons-in-laws. And these were the people uh, whom Although Lot told them about the destruction, they thought that it was a joke. So they were told about the destruction that was to come, the message that had come, but they thought that it was a joke. And these are the kind of people that, yes, they might not be physical. They might not be, uh, they, can, they, want, they can hear the word, but they take the word of God lightly. They take the word of God like a joke. So yes, they can hear it, but they take this word of God as if it is a joke. 
And so you find them thinking that Noah was joking when he was telling them about the coming destruction of Sodom. And they could be the people that when you tell them about the salvation, yes, they will hear you, but they will never take seriously the things of God. Yes, they might hear it. They might come to a church one day or another and their hearts get excited, but they never take the word of God seriously. And so when people are told that this world will end, yes, they hear it, but they never take it seriously. It never has impact to change their lives. These are the Noah, uh, uh, Lot's sons-in-laws. So they are like the seeds that fell on the rocky ground. And so they will hear the word of God with joy, but it will not have root to grow in their lives. And they are the people who might even, sometimes they keep their distance from God. They can hear his word, but they want to sometimes continue with what they are doing, continue with their usual life every other day without thinking and critically taking into heart what they are hearing. And so we find that uh, uh, in real life, rarely will a father-in-law uh, joke with you. Uh, before you marry their daughters, uh, unless you yourself, you are a joke. And so we know there are men who even promise to marry girls, yet they are not serious. They just want to make a joke and play with their emotions. And so these are the people uh, that you might find that in as much as Christians are making real effort to bring the gospel to the lost and how often it sometimes it falls on deaf ears. So these are people that they love the world more than they love God. And the third group is the group of Lord's wife. And these are the Christians who look back. They are like the seeds that fell on the thorns, they are like the seed that fell among the thorns. So yes, they can hear the word of God. They can receive it. It might start to grow, but because of the pressures of this life, because of the love of the things of this world, you find that they start looking back. So you find that Lot's wife, she received the word of God, but she decided along the way to stagnate. And they feel like they are missing something in the world, the riches of the world, the pleasures of the world, and all the other things that they left in the world, they turn to look to the world. Instead of fixing their eyes on Jesus, as per the book of Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, that we should fix our eyes to the mountain where they had been commanded to go to, she decided to turn and look back to Sodom and Gomorrah. And so we have such kind of Christians, we have such kind of people today, even in this world, whereby you find a person is in the journey to heaven, instead of fixing their eyes to where God has called them, where God has directed them, they feel the pressures of the world, they look back and they see, oh, if I was in the world, maybe I'm missing this or that or that or so many things. 
And so it goes on like that and like that. And I would like to talk of the last one quickly uh, because uh, the last one is Lot. And when we talk about Lot here, is the people who are righteous, the people who have been saved, the people who continues with the journey. If you remember quite well, the book of uh, Second Peter, uh, when you read the book of Second Peter, uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 7 and 8, it, it talks of no uh, Lord was a righteous man, although he was living among a people who are unrighteous. It might represent a people who are saved. They are living in this wicked world, trying to convince them uh, to, 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 to turn to righteousness, but these people are not turning to righteousness. So Noah, a lot here can represent, you know, that seed that fell on the good ground and it found a fertile ground and it grew and it grew and it grew. And so we see that finally, when salvation comes for the people who are in Sodom and Gomorrah, we find that a uh, lot is saved out of this situation. We find that Lot is saved out of this situation. And uh, I, I would like us to quickly look at some of the things about uh, Lot as a person who was saved, as you and me who are saved, a few just some one or two things about him, characteristics of some of the things that were happening around his life. And one of them, we can see that he had a discerning spirit. Remember the first verse says that Lot was seated at the gate and when he saw the two people, he quickly moved and called them. And it is just like it is also written in the book of Luke 2, 27. If you look at Simeon, Simeon who had been waiting uh, for the salvation of the Lord, it is written in Luke 2, 27 that when Jesus had been taken into the temple, the Bible records that moved by the spirit, he went into the temple when the parents brought the child Jesus to do uh, to do for him what the custom of the law required. So I ask the Lord that may we be moved in the spirit, may we be people who are designing, like even when the word of God is coming. Are you discerning? Are you moved? Are you moved when the word of God is coming? Can you discern what God is saying? Amen. And so we find that uh, a lot here is representing a people who are discerning. And we can see that he was very discerning Even the food that he made for them was made of unleavened bread. We remember that the children of Israel, when they were leaving Egypt, they were commanded to make eat only unleavened bread. And so we see here, Lord already had that discernment in his spirit. It was like a salvation, like what happened to the children of Israel out of Egypt. You know, as it is written in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, if you read the book of Deuteronomy 16.3, they made unleavened bread. And so here, Lord is also discerning. He knows salvation has come. So he is only making the unleavened bread just like the children of Israel did it at the time when they were leaving Egypt. And so uh, we, we, we can talk of here that Noah him, uh, Lot himself 
uh, becomes a person who had a discerning spirit. And even as these people also wanted to spend the night in the open square, we see another thing about uh, Lot that he persisted and he insisted that they spend in his house. So I want to challenge you as one who is saved uh, that there are things that you need to persist for you to get your breakthrough. You need to persist strongly in prayer when you are sick and continue to ask God. When you are in lack, when you are in need, persist continuously even as Noah was persistent. Knock and ask continuously. And so we see that Noah, uh, uh, Lord is finally saved together with his daughters. And just to conclude, I would like to challenge you that, yes, uh, that uh, I wanted to quickly look at the angels and we see that the angels went. And if you look keenly in the word of God, at the time of destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible records that sulfur rained from heaven. And so I would like to challenge you and say that the angels went to rescue Noah, uh, sorry, Lot and his family. The angels went to rescue. So they came from heaven, went to Sodom, and rescued the people who could be saved. It is the same thing that at a time of Christmas, we are celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And what does the birth of Jesus Christ mean? It means Jesus Christ leaving heaven, coming to earth, so that we can be saved, just like these angels went to rescue uh, Lot and his family from Sodom and Gomorrah. So Christmas, in reality, is a time to be saved from the destruction of this world. It is not a time to be engaged in all the other things we have said about the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, about Lord's wife, about Lord's sons-in-laws, but it is a time to be saved. It is a time to be rescued from the destruction that is coming into this world. And so these angels, in a way, represent what Jesus Christ himself also did. Because at the end of it, we see sulfur is raining from heaven. Sulfur did not rain from down here. And so it means that even the destruction that will come into this world, Jesus has come into this world where we are living, that he may rescue us from the destruction that is coming into this world. So Christmas is a time to move out of Sodom and Gomorrah. It is a time to move out of the wickedness of this world, to be rescued by receiving the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. And so it is not a time that we do all the other things. So as Christmas comes, just like it happened in Sodom and Gomorrah, we see that there will be people who will enjoy the salvation of God. And there are people who will endure the destruction that will come. I don't know where you want to stand during this Christmas. 
Do you want to stand on the side that will enjoy the salvation that comes by Christ coming into this world? Just as the angels went into Sodom to rescue a man of righteousness. So Christ has come not to condemn us, but to rescue us from the wickedness of this world. So you can give your heart a time like now to Jesus Christ and you can re-evaluate your life if you are a Christian. Are you walking and focused on the mountain where the angels have commanded us to go? Are we focused on the Lord Jesus Christ fixing our eyes there or are we turning back, looking at the troubles or looking at the things that we feel are going well in the world? Let us fix our eyes on Jesus Christ at time like now because he has come to rescue us. So forget the things that have happened. Let us focus ahead and not look back at a time like now. It is a time to thank Jesus Christ and say thank you because you have saved us from the wickedness of this world. It is a time to give your life to Jesus if you are not yet saved. So I want us to pray and thank God and give our lives to Christ and recommit and rededicate thanking God that he brought Jesus Christ into this world to rescue us from the wickedness of this world. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We glorify. We pray, O oh Lord God Almighty, that, O oh Father, you brought your son, Jesus Christ, into this world to rescue us, O oh God, from our sins, from our wickedness. So, Lord, we turn to you, O oh Father, where we have looked back, O oh God, and became like pillars of souls, that we became dead in our walk, O oh God. We pray, Father, that you will revive us, forgive us, O oh Lord, where we have looked back into the world, O oh God, and not focused on you because of the many things that are happening, that our hearts have been stuck maybe because of the businesses that were lost, that we had and we thought it was destroyed because of ABCD. Lord, help our hearts to turn to you, Oh, Lord, in gratitude, because you are saving us from the destruction that is to come into this world. We pray, Father, that we will hate sin, oh God. We will hate wickedness, oh God. And Lord, help us not to take your word as a joke. When your word comes to us, oh God, we will treat it with the seriousness that it deserves. Our Father and our God, we give you all the glory. I pray for your children, oh God. We thank you, Father, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. You sent your son Jesus Christ to die for our sins, O oh Lord. We thank you, Lord, that, O oh God, those who receive Jesus Christ, they have been rescued from, O oh God, the destruction that is coming into this world. You might be listening to me and you are not saved. This world and the way it is will not last forever. There is destruction that will come in this world. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. So you need to turn to Jesus Christ to be rescued. Do not take the word of God as a joke. Just as the sons-in-law of Lot took it as a joke, they ended up being destroyed. So you have been hearing the word of God severally and you take it as a joke. Or you have been twisting the word of God to suit you like the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. May you repent of your sins because the time of Christmas is a time when Jesus comes into this world to rescue us from our sins, even as Lord and his family was rescued from the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. So pray and say these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Rescue me from the destruction that is coming into this world. I open my heart to receive you as my Lord and Savior. 
thank you for saving me. I'm not a child of God. I give you glory. I give you honor in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, you are not a child of God, please reach out to us and we welcome you also to fellowship with us in Crisco City Church, Kitisuru. May the Lord bless each and every one of you and may we stay strong to enjoy the Christmas and not to endure it because the Lord God has come to rescue us uh, that we may not endure the destruction that is coming on this world. God bless you and have a blessed day. Amen.